0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I'm Anne Ortley. Um, this is my podcast for the weekly weather. Sitting here in the beautiful valley of Tuscany, overlooking the mountains and enjoying my absolutely gorgeous view. Leave in a few minutes to go teach people uh, astrology. But We've been having a fabulous time here. And today, this is the week of May 12th broadcasting really kind of early in the morning, but hopefully you all get it, and it, the audio looks like I have good bars, so fingers crossed we will have a good show, and you'll hear it live in your room, um, so I am uh, like to do every week the weekly weather, and what's going on, and how it works, and where we're going, and what we're doing, and how to use it. So today, and you can hear my, uh, my phone ringing and making noises, so I don't really want to turn that off. Um, but anyway, uh, forward. So when we look at the weekly weather, today the moon's in Virgo, and it will be in Virgo uh, tonight, day all day today, and then it will go into Libra, and then it will go into Scorpio, and then it will go into Sagittarius. So we have a, a nice long week of exciting weather and it will encourage us to all take a whole new approach to things and really try to do things from a new new perspective and a new way of thinking. So I want you to really focus this week on what you're trying to accomplish. Last week we had some interesting aspects uh, because Venus, and, uh, Venus was aspecting Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter towards the end of the week, she was inviting us all in uh, to do new work or new things or to kind of work in triangles in new ways. And, of course, you know, a lot of times when Pluto's involved, there's a power struggle. When Saturn's involved, there's a structural issue that needs to be addressed. So hopefully what came up for you was something you could really work with and really see and kind of respect and honor, you know, how to work with it in a new way. Um, The other part that happened, of course, is, you know, in our culture, uh, Trump started blocking stuff, Saturn, Pluto, because he wasn't real sure he wanted that stuff to be revealed. So if you had a negative encounter with a power struggle, you know, kind of honor it, name it, figure out how to work with it, and move on. Um, The whole point of the heavens right now is Saturn, Pluto joining. uh, And they're going backwards as they're asking us to reevaluate the structures we've created and figure out a new way to work with them. And give them a different uh, story, a different you know a different approach, a new understanding. It's what's called an opening square, where we have the opportunity to address things in a new way. Venus is in Aries now. This week, um, this week of the thirteenth, with the moon in Virgo, you know, some, well, maybe a little more sensitive to criticism. And then we'll when we'll Libra happens, partnering and creating. And then when we'll we go into Scorpio, a little more intensity. And then Sagittarius, of course, is you know, a visionary moving forward. Um, and so we want to watch those energies. So when we look at the new moon this week, or look at the moon's action. Today it's in Virgo, uh, Sunday and Monday. And then it's going to go void at 119, the East Coast time on the 14th. And it's going to go void with a square. Moon in Virgo, square to Mars and Gemini. So Mars and Gemini, remember, Mars is still at a bound. In Gemini. So even though Venus, or Mercury rather, Mars' ruler went into Taurus last week and kind of calmed the Mars down, um, he is still acting up a little bit because he's got that wildness. Of course, it's in Gemini. So we're seeing, I think they said the president tweeted 60 tweets on Saturday morning to Do like one or two tweets a day, you know. So I can't imagine sixty. He must pre-program these things. Um, and so the moon goes void and it's void for about an hour and a half on Tuesday the 14th. And that goes into Libra. So Libra moon is all day Tuesday afternoon, evening, all day Wednesday the 15th, and then it goes void bright and early Thursday morning, at 5:37 a.m. And it is void all day the 16th. So the 16th has a little bit of energy around, um, uh, you know, not, you know, you're working with the Libra room, so you're partnering, but you're also having some energies around, well, how am I partnering and what am I doing and what to do with it? And because the void aspect that it makes is a square to Pluto, when the Libra says to you, well, remember what happened last week when I, a couple of weeks ago when I was in Aries and I squared Pluto? And that would have been on the 2nd uh, the and the 3rd of May. So that, remember what happened back then? Here's the, here's the opportunity to figure that out and work with it in a new way.
1: Again, a hard
0: closing aspect on the 15th and the 16th, um, in the afternoon of the 2nd. So events begin then, we have a little bit of more struggle giving birth. And on the evening of the 16th at 5.26 p.m., the moon goes into Scorpio. It's in Scorpio Thursday night, all day Friday, and it goes void at 5.11 p.m., on uh, the 18th, and that is a full moon. The last aspect the uh, moon and the sun make is in opposition. So it's a full moon of 27 Scorpio. Uh, and so it's also a blue moon, and full, and bright, so you're going to really feel the energy of enlightenment and consciousness. Now, the full moon, we had two full moons this month in... Taurus, and Scorpio. So that's why it's called a blue moon. And there's two full moons in a month. The second one is a blue, which happens once in a blue moon, right? It's hard to get two moons in a month. So we had a new moon uh, in Taurus, and then we had a full moon last month, when the moon went into Scorpio. Uh, and so that was kind of the beginning. And now we have a full moon. Because what number It was right at 29, right at the very end. And then now, this full moon is the Buddha moon. It's called because when Buddha was sitting under his Bodhi tree and got enlightened. So you should an enlightened this weekend and be learning things and figuring things out and seeing things clearly. And that full moon is at 27 39 at 5.11 11 p.m. East Coast time
1: on Saturday.
0: Then we get to Sunday. Uh, And the moon goes, at at, at 921 at night, the moon goes into Sagittarius Saturday night, the 18th. And then it's in Sag on Monday and Tuesday, and it goes void at 105 p.m. on Tuesday, Monday the 20th, with a conjunction to Jupiter. So I have, on Monday, my new assistant, Rachel, starting. Shout out to Rachel. You're all going to get to know her. She's a lovely Leo. And she's here to with. replace Kate. She's here to assume the position that Kate used to have. And we also got some really great news. Rose is having a table read of her play with the director, so it may uh, be produced. We're very excited about that. That's going to happen in a couple weeks. Also in a couple weeks, I'm going to be in Millie Dale on Sunday, June 2nd, which is the same day Rose is having her table read. And then the week after that, I am in Toronto, and I'm doing a workshop there Called Mapping Your Life. It's a very cool workshop, plenty of time to sign up, but you do have to sign up ahead of time because I need your chart data. So you'll get a whole packet of charts to work on during the weekend. It's a very cool workshop and it's going to be in Toronto. And because I was supposed to speak in uh, Buffalo, but that got postponed for a little while, the Buffalo people that were thinking of coming on the 1st of the 31st and the 1st of June, I'm up to Toronto, and they're only an hour north. Um, And, of course, Toronto is one of my favorite cities. I spent a lot of time there as a kid when I was uh, growing up in Rochester because it was just an hour up to Canada and then an hour into Toronto. So we would go in there, and we would come back across the border, and the guard would say, you know, the Customs Guard, what are you bringing back? And my father would go, the food in our stomachs. (laughs) So I have many memories of that comment being made in the guard laughing. So come to Toronto the weekend of June 6th and 7th. And then I'm going to be in the Great Lake Astrology Conference at the end of the month, of next month. And then I'm going to be in Cleveland. Uh, and uh, I never remember what it is, but it's, it's a bunch of letters with LACC. And that's going to be going up on my website, and that's going to be in July. And then, of course, um, I will be going to the NCGR Conference in Baltimore. I'm not speaking there. But I'm attending, so hopefully we'll cross paths. Make sure to come up and say hi. It's always fun for me uh, to meet people um, and talk to you. And, of course, here in in Tuscany, we have 31 people studying astrology. We just spent a day in Siena yesterday and had a fabulous time. And I know I took last week off, but this week I'm working, and so I'm doing the podcast. So there's uh, hard aspects on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, they're all opposition, separating our squares, which ask us to make choices and, make do, and do things. And then when stuff goes into Sagittarius on Saturday night and Sunday and Monday, that's got a nice closing aspect of a conjunction to Jupiter with my new employees starting on the 20th. So I will be broadcasting next week from New York from the bright red desk. And right now, <laughs> if you hear a bit of an echo, I'm broadcasting in my bathroom because that's where I have the best cell reception here in, here in Tuscany. So with that in mind, we'll go forward and look at the energy of the week. Um, so Monday has a sun trine Pluto, which is a lot about our clarity and stuff. Remember the sun's in Taurus, and it's trine Pluto. Uh, you know, and working with us on kind of a new way is trine Saturn on uh, Saturday. I know you didn't get that last week because I didn't do the weekly weather, but it's now trining the Sun and Pluto, Saturn and Pluto, and giving us a new way to work with the energy. Also, this week we're going to have a couple planetary changes on May fifteenth, Wednesday, when Venus goes into Taurus and Mars goes into Cancer. So Venus is going into Taurus. On May fifteenth, and um, she is going to be in Taurus until um, so the eighth of June. Now, when Venus is in Taurus, that's one of her favorite favorite signs. She rules springtime, right? And she rules fall. She rules Libra, Taurus, and Libra, the two most beautiful seasons we have. So when she goes into Taurus, she calms way down. She's much happier. She's not as intense and as passionate, and she's much more. Along with the flow and the growth things. So she's been in Aries for a little while now. Uh, she's been in Aries since April um, 20th, so she's been a little more feisty and a little more in the mood to fight. Um, and that's okay. That's what she likes. You can hear my cell phone bringing in messages. Sorry about that. Um, so she brings when she goes into Taurus, she's very really content. And then when she goes into Mars and Cancer, She also does that on the 15th. The 15th is going to be a little bit of a turbulent day. That's Wednesday. Because the two planets, both changing signs on the same day, is important. And, of course, we're going to watch. uh, We had William uh, and – or not William. uh, Harry and Kate give birth to their baby. And so on this day in his life, which is a few days after his birth, he was born last week, I believe. Um, on the Gemini moon, so 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 days after he's born, 10 years after he's born, he should have a really big change because both Venus goes into Taurus and Mars goes into Cancer. So Marcus, Mars goes into Cancer on May 15th, and he's going to be in Cancer for about a month and a half. He, he leaves and goes into Leo on July 1st. Now, what happens when Mars goes into Cancer is every two-and-a-half days, the moon changes sign and Mars changes its behavior. (laughs) So we're going to be a little more emotionally sensitive because Mars in Cancer is emotionally sensitive. And we want to watch what's going on with the moon every day because that's going to govern how our Mars feels, how we're feeling about taking action, how we're feeling emotionally, Mars is considered unhappy, even while Venus is happy in Taurus, because she's going to be happy she's getting out of Aries. Mars is unhappy in Cancer because what it does for him, you know, the whole premise of fighting at home or arguing among the family or the tribe and he's also just a little more sensitive, you know. You kind of have to be um, to be a warrior. Mars likes Aries and he likes Scorpio and he likes Capricorn, because those are kind of I can kill you and it's okay. I understand I have to kill you. That's part of my job. So like a butcher or a surgeon, you know that I mean they don't kill you. They're supposed to heal you, but they open you up and they could kill you, right? Um, but when he goes into Cancer, Cancer is a sign the family. So sometimes there's arguments or fights in the family environment or around home. And of course Mars is going to be going through the Cancer house of your chart for the next. And a half, right? So the area of Cancer where things are going on. So I'm getting into the system. I know we're going to be making some changes. Mars and Cancer, Mars is going through my sixth house. So look at your sixth house for the Mars wanting to take action in the Cancer house in your chart. And look at the Taurus house because Venus is going to be saying, ooh la la, let's go forward and create things, right? Um, so we have this lovely energy, and then we get towards the 16th, and the 16th is a pretty busy day. So the busy days next week are the Sun Pluto trying on the Monday, because it's a little bit of power struggles or how are we going to work out our power. We figure it out on the 14th, because Moon is in uh, Adagurgo and Libra, and we go, okay, let's work with this on a new way. We also have Venus working with Mars on Tuesday in a collaborative manner, and of course, she and Mars are, at their last degrees, they're kind of dancing together, uh, and they're in the sextile, because Venus is in Aries, and Mars is in Gemini, so they're cooperating and collaborating, but, you know, with Mars and Gemini, you always have to recognize, you're going to hear two sides to the story, and you have to decide which one you believe. Uh, Wednesday's turbulent, because we change signs, and then on the 16th, it's a, you know, it's, it's a nice energy. Uh, moon is aspecting Jupiter, encouraging us. And then uh, the 17th has a lot of endings and separation energy with the moon in Scorpio opposite Uranus. And then the full moon on Saturday, nice and juicy. Venus, of course, meets Uranus on the full moon on uh, the 18th. So that's a, that's kind of an interesting energy. And Mercury now in his <clears throat> journey through Taurus will have a trine this Saturn and to Pluto. So you're going to have communications really be very, very solid, which is always nice. And then on Sunday, we rest <laughs> um, because the moon's in we'll SAD and go outside and have a good time. The exact aspects that, aspect that day, Sunday the 19th. And then Monday the 20th, off to new adventures. Right? So, um, so the busy weeks this week, busy days this Monday. Tuesday with a little bit of a figuring out how to work with power struggle. And then just Saturday Thursday is just a busy, busy day. A lot of energy, a lot of shifting, a lot of new ideas. And then on Sunday, Saturday, of course, the full moon in Scorpio, you need moon of enlightenment to value your Alright, so that's the week by days. Let me find my little sheet here. Yeah. We're working on it here. Not the most organized today. Um. All right. So we look at the moon. Look at the aspects of the planets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we should have done this before I started talking. In the morning. It's 9:30 in the morning, hope, oh, So. I am not at my best. We came back from Siena last night, which was lovely, absolutely beautiful. We had a great time. But I just was like, I need to go to bed, man. I'm tired. All right, so when we get to the 16th uh, a lot of energy in terms of Sun doesn't have a whole lot of aspects this week. It's kind of quiet, and so your ego energy is just kind of watching the stuff running around. And I would encourage you to do it. It's a Taurus, Taurus Sun, and Venus right now is a Mary so she's a little feisty. Next week she's going to go into Taurus and calm down. Or this week she goes into Taurus and calms down. And just kind of pay attention. You know, when uh, when the Venus gets a little riled, and just say, Wow, she just got mad about that. What's what she mad about? What happened? I this is like listening to her, right? Because Venus, we don't we don't generally like Venus when she's in Aries, but she's also a mutual reception to the Sun in Taurus. The Sun is in Taurus; in Venus's favorite sign. And Venus is in Aries, one of the Sun's favorite signs. He's exalted in Aries, so the two of them can swap, right? and that's what you want to try and do. When Venus gets in this week, or you find yourself a little irritated about something of value to you, or something important to you, or something that's uh, perhaps not been covered on some level, um, you know, swap wow, them. Wow. You know, let the, let the Venus turn into Taurus and say, okay, what's the loving path here? What's the proper way to proceed with this? And then watch the sun turn into Aries, and say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. The sun in Aries is very direct, very straightforward, and even though he's in Taurus, he can have the directness of a bull, right, because he can turn into an Aries Taurus, which Venus is bringing her energy to him. At the same time, you can maybe charge off in the way you intend to do because that Venus is in Aries and the sun is in Taurus. So don't be bullheaded. Don't be, well, I know what I'm doing, and I'm going this way. I'm not listening to the instructions. I'm going to go do it my way. Because so that's, that's the lower form, or you have the lower form, the form that will cause you a little more trouble. So what you want to do while Venus is in the last degrees or Aries, working with Mars, is say, well, there's a couple ways we can approach this, and let's figure it out. Right? So that's a good way to use that. And also, because Venus and the Sun can swap places, and use the other one energy. That's kind of cool. Mercury and the sun become combust on May 21st, which is next week. But you're going to feel the combustion growing when the sun goes into Gemini on May 21st. So that means the sun is wrapping up the Taurus energy, and Mercury is wrapping up the Taurus energy, and they're going to meet up. when they become combust, when they get close to each other, which they're going to be this weekend, everybody's going to think, strategic approaches you want to take on May 15th on Wednesday. He also has an important connection on the 16th when he aspects the nodes of fate. And he says, hey, you know, let's work with this. Let's come up with a new way. Let's stay in touch. Mercury has also got two trines this week to the two guys that are hanging out and restructuring all of our lives. Mercury trines Saturn on the 16th and Mercury trines Pluto on the 18th. Look for really big communication development aspects that week, some that might seem a little over the top because in the middle there, Mercury has an inconjunct to Jupiter on May 17th. So kind of watch those energies as Mercury works with Saturn and Pluto, and he argues with Jupiter. Uh, That's just a classic setup for the obstruction stuff that's going on about testimony and releasing, and Mercury with Saturn and Mercury with Pluto say you have to do this, and Mercury in conjunct to Jupiter say, you know, we're going to adjust how you're proceeding. So watch for adjustments this week, the 16th and 17th, and make them willingly. Mercury working with Saturn and Pluto encourages you to come up with a new way to handle things, to approach things, to do things that is, will be in your best interest. might not be how you always do it, but it's good to give it permission Then, uh, that's Mercury's job this week. He works with the powers that be, and he says this is how it's going to happen. Of course, he is in Taurus, so he is answering to Venus in Aries. Um, And so there's a lot of energy with him as he's pushing forward in terms of new directions and how he works with things and what he does. Venus this week, of course, is in Aries, and she goes into Taurus. Um, and so she is very intense. You can hear everybody's waking up (laughs) here in Tuscany, so you're getting a lot of WhatsApp ringing. I apologize.
1: I can't really
0: turn that off, or I turn off the volume, so, you know, it's that kind of thing. Just think of all these little messages I'm getting as I'm giving you the broadcast here. Uh, And then, of course, Venus links up with Mars, as I mentioned, and so they're working together, and when she goes into Taurus, she becomes much happier. She loves being in Taurus. And she has a number of really interesting aspects this week. Most important, of course, is she links up with Uranus on Saturday the 18th. Now, we've had the sun go there, and we had Mercury go there, and they have both initiated their new eight-year journey with Uranus. Venus goes there, uh, and she initiates her eight-year journey with Uranus in Taurus. So what happens when a planet goes into a sign and Uranus went into Taurus last spring, right? Um, And then he left for a while and then he went in for good for true in March of this year. And he's now gonna be in Taurus for eight years. So then each of the personal planets, kind of think of it as a new person in town, each of the personal planets go over and ring his doorbell and say, hi, nice to meet you. And Uranus says to them, okay, these are the changes we're going to make over the next eight years. So, Mercury's been appraised of the changes, as has the Sun. And now Venus is going to find out the changes. And she finds those out on May 18th. And she says, Oh, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Now, remember, whenever a planet joins a planet on another planet, uh, there's often an ending story wrapping up. So, this week, a lot of times with the Mercury aspects and the Sun aspects, People are going to be saying, well, you know, I'm kind of finished with that. I got a couple emails the other day in the last couple of days, you know, from people going, I am done with him. I am finished with that. So you're going to find people in the moving to take action and wrap up stories, wrap up relationships, finish up things that have uh, been maybe lingering a little bit, or clean them up. Um, and so kind of know that that's part of the journey of Venus this week. And when she comes to Uranus, she's going to be making decisions about her relationships for the next eight years. I know, it sounds a little intimidating, doesn't it? But what she's really doing is she's saying, you know what, I don't want to do Uranus aspects are so much about enlightenment. And so she says, you know, I don't really want to do that. I think I want to do this instead. And Venus and Taurus and Uranus and Taurus are committing, because they're getting married, they're partnering, And they're partnering with a new vision of how. And because Venus loves Taurus, this is actually usually a really nice aspect. And sometimes it'll be a relationship ending, but more often than not, it'll be a reaffirmation of a relationship that you're already in, that, that she encourages. And so watch for the Venus energy, especially this week after she shifts into Taurus on Wednesday, and then she links up with Uranus on Saturday the 18th. Then, as we mentioned before, Mars goes into cancer also on the 15th. That makes the 15th a very turbulent day in the sky. When planets change signs, we know it's turbulent. There's a bunch of stuff. There's also a really big health aspect on May 21st. So any kind of health issues, I want you to go to the doctor right away. Mars is in cancer, uh, forming a hard aspect to the node of fate uh, called the Quinticili. There's an excellent book by Noel Till on the timing of critical illness. And he talks about the Chile as a health aspect. And I've been on the retreat here, and a couple of people have said to me, gee, you know, whenever you say the health aspect, I always pay attention because the health aspect is uh, usually a big deal. So the health aspect next week on the 21st. Um, so I'm giving you a little heads up because Mars Mars sometimes it shows up a little earlier than the actual day. So just kind of pay attention. Any health aspects, hop on them. Jupiter has the Trine to Vesta on the 21st, uh, which is a lot about renovating the home, and Saturn squares it on the 17th. So there's a great opportunity for letting go of stuff and then bringing new stuff in. So I encourage you to do that this week, and you can tell the phone messages are heating up. And then last but not least, on the 15th, we face a choice of how to proceed, and Vesta squares the nodes of fate, and then here in Tuscany, we're all going to be heading home after having a wonderful week of learning here under the beautiful, beautiful Tuscan skies with the most amazing food at the Frattoria del Col. And so on that note, the British lady says, I'm done. I get to hop in the shower, bathe my, uh, bathe my body, and head off to teach so I hope you all have a great week, and I'll be back in the States next Sunday. Hopefully audio on this is good because I've been hanging out on the toilet with the window open. Best place for cellular reception in the hotel room. And if it's not, I apologize, but next week we'll be back at the bright red desk talking to you live with Max and Remo. So take care, everybody. Have a great week. And or sign and off. The British lady told me I'm done. Bye-bye.